Hello, everyone. Welcome to Her Journey Podcast, where we talk with incredible women about their experiences. My name is Aline, and I'm your host. And today I'm joined with Iris, a master's student and climate change activist. So today we'll be diving a little bit more into your background with the climate change movement and your work within it. And so I'd love to kind of start by having you give a brief introduction of yourself. Hi, um, my name is Iris. I'm a master's student working in carbon capture technologies um, based in Ottawa. Um, yeah, and part-time I also uh, have an Instagram at Sustainability Bay where I try to be a climate uh, justice activist. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, thanks so much. And so I'd love to kind of start from the beginning and come to understand when and when you decided to get involved in this movement and develop a passion for this overall subject. Okay, yeah. So uh, my background actually, I feel like influenced kind of uh, my path without me knowing it because so I grew uh, I grew up in Kenya. And um, at the time when I was growing up is when I don't know if you're familiar with Wangari Madai. She was she's like the first environmental um, environmentalist who got a Nobel Peace Prize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's when uh, she was very vocal. That's the time that she was really vocal. And so like a lot of the schools used to um brand themselves as environmental schools and so like we would celebrate each like environment day and like plant trees and like dress in green like it was a whole event so like i feel like that primed me to like uh, whatever path i'm taking right now and so yeah so that was my whole um kind of like primary school experience and then um like during like high school and like when i started uni it wasn't really like a big thing like I wasn't like super into the climate justice like movement like I wasn't like um uh, doing well I went to like one of the protests um but I wasn't really like doing much in the movement but then um I got uh, the opportunity to work with the prof that I'm currently working with and what we do is basically design membranes for carbon capture and so while I was doing uh while I was working with her I started reading more and more about um big the climate justice issue is and how like um it's like of like it's very important right now like it's a it's like an alert issue because um the effects that we're gonna be seeing of not uh, acting now are got, like the effects are gonna be seen like so soon and people think it's like ah it's it's something to consider in the future but it really isn't and mm-hmm. yeah so I started reading more papers about it because I was writing my thesis my undergraduate thesis and um, I really felt inspired by the whole. Um, all the people who are already working in the climate justice movement because I started reading more about the people who are currently working towards um, a better future. And then um, also during the pandemic, I started getting like more books on the climate justice movement and stuff like that. And I just got inspired to do something about it. And so I kind of saw that there was not really like a lot of the uh, the climate activists didn't really have like a technological like background 
and so they were talking about the issues yes but they there wasn't like any focus on the current solutions that were there and there there was also a lot of like false um there was also a lot of like false information being passed on and so um i decided to try and jump in on the movement and try and be that bridge between academia and the climate justice movement mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. absolutely that's amazing and i know you kind of touched on this before but what would you say are the main reasons you personally believe climate change is such an important topic or just a topic that you feel needs more awareness or just needs to be talked about more? Well, firstly, because everyone, like, if you look at the effects of climate change, like this food shortage, this death of people, and uh, the food shortage alone, it's just gonna drive up prices for food. So like everyone will be affected. Not, not only that, there's like extreme weather events, which is gonna cause people to like migrate, and um even if you live in like one particular area like you're gonna see more migration of people into like different regions of the world because they're the only regions that are gonna be experiencing like milder effects of climate change and so i feel like it's important because it affects literally everyone like literally no one will be safe from climate change and all the diseases that are coming up because of climate change the flooding that has happened like that you keep hearing about and the wildfires like it's literally going to affect everyone and so that's why that's the main reason why i think it's like of importance to everyone Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. i completely agree and i know that climate change is just a topic that's very important to you and you have a lot of experience you know studying climate change and working with this movement so throughout this time kind of working on um, you know your advocacy work or your activism work with climate change what do you think are some of the main aspects or information to this subject that you feel is just really important for anyone to really understand or know um i guess the main one is the link between like political affiliations and climate change because the only the only way like you can make a real difference in the movement i feel like is through policy and policy comes through politics and po- and uh there've been different studies of the different like parties uh, like like democratic versus parties and their what their plans are for like um a climate like what their plans are concerning like climate justice and climate change and so i feel like the most important thing everyone should do is to look at that the link between the political parties that they're going to vote on and whatever they're planning on doing to um to help with the climate change issue and to help with all the emissions that are being emitted and like their policies on like climate migrants and stuff like that because that's that's the only way like you can make your voice heard Mm -hmm. absolutely Mm -hmm. yeah I completely agree and I think you bring up definitely a really great point and from what I know you're really involved in this kind of field of climate justice and you've done a lot of projects related to that including research And so I'd love to know a little bit more about your experience contributing to this cause of climate justice and just the different types of projects you've been involved in. Yeah, so like uh, my current project 
Um, so you know the way like uh, we're all trying to reduce the amount of CO2 being released to the atmosphere? Mm-hmm. Um, well, my current project, I, I basically design membranes that can be adapted to like a fossil fuel system. So say, for example, you're like, um, you have like an industry that's producing like, that's used in production of energy, right? Energy comes from fossil fuels. So you need to burn the fuel so that you can produce energy. But then those industries are the ones that end up releasing a lot of these emissions to the environment. So what um, I design is like membranes that can be used in this industry so that instead of all this CO2 being emitted towards the the environment and um, contributing to warming, then the CO2 is separated from the other gases and um, usually, like, a, there's a there's been a lot of benefits in reusing the CO2, like injecting it in rocks, and that can lead to like production of more fuel. There are other applications, like in um, cement manufacturing as well, uh, the use of CO2 in cement manufacturing. And yeah, so that's that's the main project that I'm working on right now. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. Yeah, that sounds really exciting. And I think that's actually a really interesting topic to cover. So yeah, definitely wish you luck on that project. And yeah, I mean, from your research, have you learned anything really new or interesting so far? Um, I guess all the intersectionalities of um, that come with climate change, like I didn't really, I wasn't really aware of all that it entailed. And that's why um, I guess there are different, like all these different intersectional groups focusing on human rights also has a climate justice aspect to them because I didn't really know the way like race and climate change were linked or the way um, even like, like class, because in some countries, class is a bigger issue than race. In some countries, race is a bigger issue than class. So all these things are, and gender and climate change and how it's going to affect like our, like women differently from men and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I know that you, again, have been involved in a lot of ad- advocacy work related to this subject. So this could be from your research or it could be from other projects. But do you have any specific stories from any of the work that you've done that you know, significantly changed your perspective on things or really impacted you in some kind of uh, meaningful way? Yeah, um, I think it was like two years or so ago, like there was this story from um, Australia, I believe. And it was about like a migrant who was, I'm not sure where he was from, but like I was reading about this, like in the news one time. And apparently like he was trying to get to um, either Australia and he was being affected by by the effects of climate change. So like uh, he lived in an island before he's being affected by the effects of climate change. And he wants to move to Australia, but like the Australian government did not have like, um, like, you know, the way they have like refugee um, policies on refugees, they didn't really have a policy on climate migrants. And so because they didn't have a policy on climate migrants, he was literally sent away from the country. And that's just, they say it's just because they like, they didn't consider climate migrants to be the same as refugees. And yet his, his house that he had destroyed by floods, I believe, or hurricanes or some weather event related to climate change. 
And so, yeah, that story really like got me thinking about the whole climate migrants thing. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a really, um, you know, meaningful story. And I'm glad you shared that. Um, I definitely think stories like those, the ones that you just see or happen to come across can um, oftentimes surprise you by how much they change your perspective. So yeah, absolutely. And I also noticed that you actually have a social media page dedicated to educating more people about this topic of climate change, which is absolutely amazing. And so can you tell me a little bit more about why you started this page initially and also what type of content you normally post? Yeah, so um, my page is at sustainability underscore bay. And I started it to help, like, as I was learning new, as I was writing my thesis, I was using the page to, like, help um, educate and be that bridge in between academia and um, activism. And, yeah, so that's why I started it. But right now, I'm kind of trying to pivot and trying to find my place in the climate justice movement. And yeah, so I'm still like figuring out where I exactly I want to take uh, my page. But yeah, that's the reason I started it to kind of be that bridge. Awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so through all of this work, um, you know, with your page, with your research, what would you say are some of the best ways you've learned that we can all contribute to fighting against this problem of climate change or at least spreading more awareness on it? Um, I guess the main thing would be to try and live non excessively like as like if i was to advise anyone i would just say like try and live non obviously like sharing like um, stuff from it, people's instagram page that has helped you like lessen like your carbon footprint and that you feel like could help someone else and that can help educate others because some people just like don't they don't know to reduce their carbon footprint or they don't really know the effects of climate change or they think it's something in the distant distant future so they think not to like it's not something that they should really act on right now so i think like being that like a mouthpiece in between like for other people would help and um trying and contacting like if you can trying and contacting and you live in a country that you know won't be as affected by climate change trying and contacting your representatives to ask them if they have a policy on climate migrants yeah yeah definitely those are all really great tips and i think especially with our um technological space today there are a lot of new ways to spread awareness on topics like these so mm -hmm. yeah absolutely and do you have any specific plans for you know continuing your activism work in the future or do you have any plans for maybe any projects you hope to start in the future as well um well the main goal is always to be an academic resource i believe because i um academia is very like secluded and like a lot of papers that are published, like you need to pay to see them or like they're published in like wording that's like not clear for everyone. And so my main goal would be like always to be an academic resource and to always be a bridge between activism and academia. Um, but I, I'm not totally sure in what way I wanna contribute yet, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think that already all the work that you're doing is really amazing. and. 
I think that there definitely needs to be more awareness on this topic as a whole. So it's great to see like a bunch of, you know, youth or young people out there trying to bring more awareness to topics like these. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And I know that since you do a lot of this work, um, you probably contribute a lot of your time to it. And so what would you say is your main goal or maybe some of your main goals in doing this work of contributing to climate justice and really just, you know, running your research projects or your Instagram page or just any other projects you participate in? Um, I feel like my main goal is similar to other people. Like I don't want my to lead my life kind of like just in a self-serving kind of way. Like I want to help and be a, a positive impact on someone else's life. And um, I, I think that my academic training, whatever I have, led me to this particular path of being the, that particular change in someone else's life in the climate justice movement. And so that's always like my number one goal, not to be self-serving and to try and lead the most impactful life I can try and lead. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a beautiful way to put it. And I know that, you know, advocating for certain causes or getting involved in them sometimes create barriers or challenges. Um, I know that it's not always easy to speak up about these types of issues, especially when, um, you know, there's so many people with clashing opinions. And Mm -hmm. so do you have any specific challenges that you faced in the work you've done or even seen any common patterns of obstacles within the work that you do? Um, Probably climate justice fatigue, climate change fatigue when like everything just becomes a bit too much at once like currently that's what I'm going through because with the wildfires and everything that's happening at once you well I kind of feel like there is no point like sometimes I feel like there's no point doing um what I'm doing because like you need the industries and you need the big spenders like people who are more wealthy are the ones that emit the most carbon so like if I was to think, um, like, currently, what I'm experiencing is that um, if I calculate things, like, even if I try and reduce my emissions to almost nothing, like, it wouldn't really make a big impact without having those big industries and people who are wealthier and spend, like, a lot of money on, like, jets and fly everywhere and them making that type of change. And so change fatigue one yeah Yeah. absolutely and you know despite this challenge would you say that there's anything that really just continues to motivate you to really advocate for this cause still and continue to just make this incredible impact yeah well um there's a lot there's first of all there's like different people that you're able to con- to contact and to bring this awareness like to like through like social media like it's really helped with like um con- connecting you with people who you wouldn't be usually connected with and so you're able to like bring more awareness on the whole climate justice movement and because it's like a it's something that will affect like a lot of people and so like even if you feel like you're what you're significant it's affecting a 
even as insignificant as it is, it's kind of significant in that it's an issue that will affect like multiple people in different ways. And so in the end, like everything, like everyone does becomes a bit significant in the movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great way to put it. And I absolutely agree. I think that you know, for any type of cause, really, like any contribution you make counts, any time you put in counts. And so I think that's something that people really need to hear, or really need to understand. And yeah, and I know that um, you talked a little bit about kind of how you first got um, interested in this path of climate justice. And so do you think that this path of the climate justice work that you're doing, or the research that you're doing, is the path that the younger you would have expected you to take? Oh, no. I don't think so. Because um, I actually think, like, the younger me would have expected me to go probably in the medical profession. Because I always, like, tried to, like, I've always wanted to lead a a non-self-serving life. Like, I've always tried to be not selfish, um, especially in, like, my career choice. But I really don't think that I would have done, I would have gone into the whole uh, climate justice movement. Um, Well, the younger me would never have, I don't think so. Because, like, I kind of, like, stopped caring about the whole climate justice uh, movement, like, after I left primary school. Because it wasn't really a big thing anymore. Um, well, in my little bubble and in my little world, like that wasn't what was important. And so I didn't really think that I could make any type of impact in like, I didn't even think that being like doing research in climate justice was a thing then. So yeah, no, it definitely would have not been what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that paths constantly change and the things you're interested in constantly change as well. Um I think that when you are older, you know, your path kind of becomes a little bit clearer. And so for you, do you have any personal goals or um, even goals for your career later on in your life? I don't think so. Like I, I like I tried. Well, I used to have goals and stuff. Like I used to always like have like goals written out and stuff. But like the more I experience life, the more I have specific goals like I don't have any like specific goals my main goal is again not to live a self-serving life and uh, not to be excessive in like to be con to be a conscious consumer in anything I'm consuming so those are my main two goals and um, I don't really have like any specific like oh I'm gonna reach this target by this time and I used <laughs> to be like that but like I feel like especially with COVID, like that changed a lot of things and that changed my perspective on a lot of things. And I feel like if I, if I like setting goals, specific goals like that, just um, it's not like good for my own personal mental health um, because like not reaching them really crushes me. And so, um, yeah, I just try and do my best every day. And I kind of have those like two small goals, but they're not really like specific. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, you're doing a lot of great work already. And so I'm kind of excited to see what you continue doing in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, and so just to kind of end for today, I'm wondering if you have any last pieces of advice or important messages regarding this topic of climate change that you'd just like to share with the audience. 
Probably to remember that um, the climate justice, like the, the effects of climate change are a communal problem and that all roads lead to you. And so like you might as well try. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much. And yeah, thank you again so much for just giving me the chance to learn more about your work and more about this topic as well. And mm-hmm. before we fully end, would you like to shout out any of your Instagram platforms or websites or any other links and things like that? Um, at Sustainability Bay for my Instagram, it's kind of inactive right now, but that's because I'm pivoting right now. But mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank Everybody, you. Please go check out that platform. And thank you so much again for coming on here and just sharing your story with us. Thank you. Thank you.